0: Welcome to Episode 3, Impact of COVID-19 on Children with Special Needs. COVID-19 has impacted the entire world, and we are constantly learning how to adapt to the many changes that are happening in our daily lives. Tufts special education expert says, of all K-12 through 12 students, those with special needs are especially hard hit by the pandemic. While most students are able to find a new routine and do online learning with their teachers, some students, like those with special needs, have had to really reshape their normal, along with the parents and caregivers who are at home with the children. The structured routine that is so beneficial for students with special needs has been ripped away from them. Everything that was so normal about the routine is different and there is no end in sight. Parents have another duty now they have become the educators. As for many, COVID-19 means no more in-person learning for a while. Last spring, when schools initially closed due to the pandemic, quote, the federal government declared that there would be no special education waivers, which meant everything within the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act, all timelines, services, and regulations remained in force. But that was extremely difficult for schools to implement end quote unfortunately many schools did not provide all the resources that were initially written the children's ieps schools didn't know how to provide resources and some are still figuring it out while many of us have an understanding for these extreme times the education of those with disabilities is something i personally can't make any excuses for i hope that all children with special needs are getting all of the resources and opportunities that are possible during these crazy, crazy times. We can't make excuses for denying, quote, a child's rights to free and appropriate public education, end quote. Remote learning does not work for all children, especially children with disabilities. It is tough for all individuals who are impacted by COVID-19 right now, but for the parents of children with special needs, it is even harder to balance tasks for their children and everything else that comes along with being a parent many schools and districts have made adjustments to their IEPs a contingency learning plan for 2019 and the rest of 2020 the contingency learning plans are amendments to the IEPs and are presented as the district's quote good faith effort end quote to provide a free appropriate public education Okay, now the pandemic. How has the pandemic affected Ethan's education? So this is Ethan's third grade year.
1: And let's be honest, COVID has wrecked our school year. There's Mm -hmm. no way around it. Um, Ethan has had about 12 days of in-person learning at school since the end of March, 2019. He was used to a very structured school day, in-person support, highly trained professionals, wonderful peer models. It was like this perfect little package. Mm -hmm. Um, It was so amazing and he was doing great. Um, But now it's all changed. In the spring of his second grade year, things were much less organized and everyone was just doing damage control, trying to keep the kids going um, with online school. The fall's been a little bit better. They're much more organized. The team at school is doing a, you know, doing a much better job um, under the circumstances. But unfortunately, Ethan can only tolerate sitting in front of the computer for a few minutes at a time. He does have ADHD Mm -hmm. in addition to, you know, his delays and cognitive disabilities. Um, It's got to be highly motivating for him to sit for any length of time. We have daily meetings. The special ed teacher meets with us, the para, the therapists meet, and they give me strategies and activities to work with him on at home. We try to do some inclusive activities with the classroom like peer reading groups so that he can see his classmates and interact. And I'd say those have gone okay at times. He doesn't like sitting there, mm-hmm. tries to run away. Um, I'm sure that online learning, works great for some kids with special needs, but it's not a good fit for Ethan. And he really needs to be in the classroom with peers, with the teacher, with his para. So at first, um, when school started, we were able to hire one of the special ed paras from his school to come for about eight hours a week, for about a month. But, um, and that was so amazing. She was so helpful. It was great to have her working with him in our home and it really gave me a break and mm-hmm. made me feel better about, you know, what we were doing. But she had to stop because of COVID concerns. And to be honest, I haven't been able to find anyone else that I trust to come in. So I'm just taking it on, you know, by myself for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> It's so overwhelming. It is overwhelming. <laughs> Riley helps me a lot. His team's great about dropping off materials on the front porch for us to complete. They also add a lot of modified activities to the online platform, and I try to get him to work with me on those things, but it's not a great fit. Nope. I It's not. He learns best in person with peers. He's a kinesthetic learner. He needs the materials. He needs the interaction, mm-hmm. and we're not
0: getting that. Okay, do you feel that his services have been altered positively or negatively?
1: Well, to be honest, um, I think his services have been negatively impacted by COVID. Although he's had a few great sessions online with a speech therapist, mm-hmm. it's been really hard to get the time in on Google Meet um, for all this, but the therapy sessions he's supposed to have each week and the time with the special ed teacher um, the same goes well the same goes for the time of the special ed teacher and sometimes he'll sit engage um, and then sometimes he just runs away and it usually ends up with me being coached on what to do with Ethan. So we have his Zoom IEP meeting on the 14th. I'm very nervous about how that's going to go. Um, I know they put a contingency learning plan in place to address his IEP goals to the best of their abilities but The whole process is going to be very different this year Mm -hmm. Um, it's very frustrating because you know he's missed so much and we've been home for so long and (laughs) during these really difficult times my husband and I have even just talked about the possibility of holding him back and repeating third grade we never would have thought about that in the past it's not something that we would really ever consider. But now, you know, we're looking at that as an option and there's big pros and cons to doing that. So. Yeah. I mean, he missed a whole
0: year practically. Yeah.
1: And, you know, we, we've talked to people on both sides and they say, you know, holding him back, you know, we could make up some of that time he's missed, but Mm -hmm. some of the downsides are that he, um, you know, he would not continue on with those peers he has good relationships with. Mm-hmm. And it also affects him on, you know, at the end of his school time when he is in high school and getting ready to transition, um, they have a transition program for ages like 18 to 21. So if you graduate when you're like 19 or 20 and he's an he's an older third grader, he turned nine, you know, at the beginning of third grade. Mm -hmm. he will lose time in that transition period. So I don't know if they'll allow parents to petition for more transition time because of COVID.
0: I would hope so, yeah.
1: So it's very, you know, it's very hard because I'm looking at what can happen 10 years from now and Mm -hmm. the downside and what that's going to mean versus like how much we've lost right now and Mm -hmm. what we want to gain back by having him in third grade again. So it's a huge, it's a big decision.
0: Is it hard to balance schoolwork and everyday life? And what has been the biggest adjustment for your family?
1: Well, it's so hard to balance schoolwork and everyday life. Um, We're doing our best, but it's tough. I'm thankful to be surrounded by supportive family and friends like you, Riley. (laughs) You're definitely on that list. Otherwise i would be a total mess. I've also learned to reach out for extra support. COVID motivated me to apply for the CES waiver and it's opened up some additional opportunities for Ethan, such as hippotherapy, ADA, some additional therapies. Um, I'm excited to have some new things in place to to help us get through this difficult time. And the waiver also pays for respite, so that gives me a break. And um, we've also started some home-based therapy services to make up for what we're missing at school. Mm-hmm. As far as the adjustment, I think the biggest thing has been having the kids at home for school and not having a normal routine for Ethan. Change that happened in March has definitely impacted our entire family, but we're finding new ways to make it through and hopefully we'll come out stronger when all this is over, for sure.